As appealing and magical as self-employment can be, it's also messy, overwhelming, and feels like you're always two seconds away from either a mental breakdown or popping a bottle of champagne. There's no right way to do it, but when you find people who understand your struggles and speak your language, it feels less lonely and brings joy back to the journey. So to help you figure out if we are your people, here are a few questions. Are you a creative entrepreneur who's struggling to figure out how the hell to simplify your business? Is your imposter syndrome constantly whispering, it's never gonna happen, and you're looking for the confidence to tell it to shut the fuck up? Are you determined to establish your brand and wanna know how to bust your ass without burning out? And are you always shooting all over yourself because social media makes you feel like you should work 15 hour days or you should delete that video if it doesn't go viral? As creative entrepreneurs, we've dealt with all that horseshit. The people pleasing, the perfectionism, the continuous busy work that gets you absolutely nowhere. Which is why we teamed up and created Her Messy Bun Podcast to help you overcome those pesky mental blocks and limiting beliefs. Basically, every Monday, we're serving up all the answers to questions that you didn't even know you needed to ask. So throw up your messy bun, because because shit's shit's about about to get get real. Today's episode is all things confidence. What it is, what it looks like, where it comes from, and how the heck to build confidence for yourself. This is one of the most timeless topics in both the self-development and business worlds because no matter how accomplished you may be, confidence can sometimes feel impossible to develop. In today's episode, we break down all of these questions and give our best insights and pep talks for all of you who may need a boost in the confidence department. Let's get into it. Hello, my friends. I'm Danielle. And I'm Marissa. And I think it's safe to say that we could all use a little more confidence in different departments of our lives, right? Preach. Yep. So a lot of times we see people who naturally exude confidence without ever defining why we think that they're confident. So let's go over some of the qualities that confident people have. And we're going to just break down our three favorite qualities. So Marissa, why don't you go first? Yeah. So my three favorite qualities of confident people, not necessarily myself, but just like when I'm observing somebody, the three qualities that stand out to me the most that it's a dead giveaway that, oh, that person is confident. The first one is like just unwavering self-assuredness. Like there's Mm -hmm. just no question that they believe in what they're saying and that they you can just tell when somebody is self-assured and right. it kind of goes into my second one, which is when they have a calm, relaxed speaking pattern, as well as the body language that goes along with it. So that's kind of like the first giveaway that they mm-hmm. are self-assured. Yeah. Like, you can just tell when people aren't like fidgeting and bouncing their legs and they just seem calm and chill, even in the most stressful of situations. That's just, mm-hmm. that's so impressive to me. And I love that. Um, And then my third one is that they, you can tell that they aren't fishing for approval. Like they just let everything speak for itself. So they don't need to be talking about how cool they are and how good they look and how accomplished they are. They just, you know, if it comes up in conversation, cool, but they don't need to be talking about it because they don't need the approval. They just know that they're the shit. And that's, I love that. It's so cool. I do too. And I want to like make sure that people give you grace for something that you said. Uh, Marissa is somebody that fidgets all the time. Oh yeah, for and sure. And so like, that's why part of the reason why she like 
thinks that that looks confident is mm -hmm. because she can't help but fidget. Like I can't help but fidget too. So oh yeah, she will know like you're not downgrading other people that are fidget like that fidget or move and stuff. You know. Oh no, I literally wear a fidget ring all hours of the right. day. So it's like, but that's the thing is typically when I fidget, it's because I'm anxious. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not confident, but it's just right. like, I think it's just a sign of a confident person is they're just totally. chill and the calmness. Yeah. The calmness. Love it. What are yeah. yours? So my three are the ability to brush off people's comments with like a simple, okay. Mm. And then like sit there in the awkward silence and not give them anything more. Mm. And what I mean by that is like when somebody disagrees with something that you're clearly right on or an opinion of yours where they're like, no, there's no way. If you don't, there's no need to like justify yourself in every single situation. So people that just have the ability to sit there and say, okay. Mm -hmm. That's and like hard. wait it out. Yeah. yeah. That's really hard. Yeah. And then I think my next one is spontaneous adventures because that's something that I wish I could still do. And like, I love watching people just take spontaneous adventures. I think it's screams confidence that they're able to just drop what they're doing and go do something else that they really, really want to do. Um, and not be, not feel held back because they didn't plan every intricate detail mm -hmm. out. You know, especially since like I am like a planner, mm -hmm. but I'm not good at planning adventures sometimes. I just like have like a core thought and then the planner inside of me is like, but you need to figure everything out. Right. So spontaneous adventures is like, oh, I love, I love seeing people just do that. Yeah. And then my final one is watching people who have the ability to say no. And when they say it often, I think no is like an extremely confident word. Oh yeah. And like with no other. Right. Right. Definition, like nothing else. Kind of like be okay. Right. Without following it up with like a laundry list of, well, I would love to, but I just, I have this and this yeah. and this. Well, well maybe I could, maybe I could drop this and help. It's like, no, I just, you know, I can't do that People right now. Right. People with clear boundaries, you are sexy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like sexy. Seriously. It's like, mm -hmm. it's just such the way people carry themselves, I think is mm -hmm. the, the dead giveaway that they're just super confident. And I don't know. I just, I love, I love coming across a good confident person in the wild. <laughs> and it's funny too, because I feel like those people that we just listed off probably don't think of themselves as confident for having those qualities. Mm -hmm. It's just something that they, they do, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. It's an, it's a result of them being confident. Right. Yeah. So, okay. There is one other thing that Marissa and I, um, a quality that we both find confident, but it's funny cause they're like the opposite, mm -hmm. but it's not that we think that each other's it lacks confidence. It's just our favorite quality. Mm -hmm. So, and it's all about aesthetic. So to me, People that show simple aesthetic, whether it's your clothing or your home or um, your car, like whatever it might be that claims aesthetic, when it's simple, I'm like, damn, like to have the confidence of just 
showing some like one simple thing mm -hmm. like whether you go to the restaurant in like a simple t-shirt and jeans I think that's so confident mm -hmm. and um I think the reverse is true for you yeah I I really admire people who like are doing the most but mm -hmm. they are just owning it and you can tell that they're not like looking around to see if people are staring at them they're just mm -hmm. totally embracing what they've got going on whether that's like you know the opposite of a jeans and a, and a nice fitted t-shirt is like a red jumpsuit with like lace mm -hmm. and whatever like just doing the most but seeing somebody wearing something outrageous or like you know with crazy hair or crazy makeup like but then to see them just so sure of themselves to me is so inspiring and it's yeah. interesting because those are like the polar opposite aesthetics but the the common thread is that both of those stem from a place of well I'm just gonna wear whatever the fuck I want and I don't care right. if people don't like exactly. it exactly you think I'm underdressed whatever like or if you think yeah. I'm overdressed I don't care it's, it's exactly so inspiring when you see somebody mm -hmm. like that right I think part of my reason why I think the simple aesthetic is so confident is because like what you said about the maximalists is like when they are just not even looking for people that are like judging them or like questioning why they're wearing it. The same goes for that simple plain tee and, and jeans. You can mm -hmm. be at a bar that's probably supposed to be a little bit more classy. And you, sh when you show up with this confident plain white tee and pair of pants, like, and you're not worried about it. Like that's, what's really confident. I don't know. Yeah. So. Well, and, and that's the whole, like, this kind of leads into where we're going with the episode is like, it doesn't matter what you're doing as long yeah. as you're totally embodied and you're embracing it and that's your thing and you're doing it for you mm -hmm. that you're going to show up confidently, but it's when yep. you're trying to do things that don't feel aligned. And when you're trying to be somebody else, you're trying to impress other people. That's when you leave the house and you're like, Oh, what do those people think of my outfit? It's like, if you really felt comfortable in what you were wearing, you wouldn't worry about what other people think. So as long as you're sticking with what you want to do, like that's step one to cultivating confidence, right. honestly. Mm -hmm. So something we did differently for this episode than we normally do. Also, my window was open and look at how pink I am from the sun oh my eating God. heat on my face. I yeah. Know, I feel like it gave so me sunburn. Funny. We're two different colors right now. It's so weird. Well, I was like tan in the last two episodes <laughs> and then like this one, I'm like red as a tomato. I know. Uh, but anyway, so um, we actually did something different this episode, we looked up the definition of what confidence is. And usually we like to define it ourselves. But when you look up the definition, you actually get full trust, belief in the powers, trustworthiness, or reliability of a person or thing. And then the second definition is belief in oneself and one's powers or abilities, self-confidence, self-reliance, and assurance. Mm -hmm. So... Um, yeah. And the theme there is that it has nothing to do with other people or what they think of you. It's right. all self-assuredness, you trusting in what you've got going on, which is also why it's so difficult. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why don't you start us off on like where confidence actually comes from? Yeah. So a lot of people, me included, I used to think this, think that yeah. you must first be confident before you can take any action. In whatever the area is, in business, in dating, like people think that the confidence has to come before the action, but confidence actually comes from taking action, 
which seems completely counterintuitive, but the confidence follows the action. Yeah. So there's a quote, you know, that we all know practice makes perfect and it seems pretty clear, but since we all know there's actually no such thing as perfect, let's change that to practice brings out confidence. And the more that you do something, the more confident you are at doing it again. So like jumping off the high dive can be scary, but once you've done it, you know that you can do it again. Just like posting on social media about your business can feel scary, but once you've done it, you feel secure enough to do it again. Yeah. So it has a lot to do with safety and like feeling safe in your body and doing whatever that action is. So once you know that something is actually safe to do, you're more comfortable doing that thing over and over and over. So just like, you know, doing the high dive once, you're probably going to be freaked out the first time, but then you're going to be in line to do it over and over and over. Same thing with posting on social media. You know, the first time you post a TikTok, it's going to feel like, oh my God, people are going to find me and blah, blah, blah. But once you realize that it's okay, nothing bad is going to happen, it's easy to keep going and you build confidence on that. So, but the, like the problem here is that we don't have that evidence that something is safe until we actually do it. So it's like this, you know, this dilemma, like you kind of just have to push yourself off the, the diving board yeah. and then everything else is easier after that. A hundred percent. And like the same thing goes when you're doing something similar to something you've already done. When an activity is the same, like falls under the same category as something you've already achieved or felt safe doing, it's easier to attack to be able to tap into past confidence in order to achieve this new task. So like think about um, athletic people. Athletic people seem to just be good at every sport they do, but really, or open to try every sport they do, Mm -hmm. but really they have the evidence that they're good at sports because they are good at one specific sport, Mm -hmm. that they're not afraid to do another one. And like, they know how much fun it can be. So they try every other sport as well. Right. And it's, oh yeah, I love that point because it's, it's so true. Like I was making TikToks for, you know, a month maybe before you told, like you kind of forced me to go live for the first time on TikTok. Yeah. The first time I went live, I was quite literally shaking and I like forced Danielle to come so that I wasn't awkward and had somebody to talk to. And after that, it's like, I would just go live whenever I wanted. And then from there, the first time I ever had to do a live webinar or a live talk to a group of people, I tapped into the confidence that I had built from going live on TikTok. So it's like, yeah, you really just have to put your phone on live for TikTok too, for some of them. Oh yeah. Like you Mm -hmm. put yourself, you actually put yourself in the shoes of like, no, I'm just live on TikTok. Right. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I love that point because if you're so, you know, you have to just jump off the high dive at some point, but if you're having trouble taking that initial action, like do something smaller that feels safer and then kind of work your way up to it. Like if you don't feel confident to post a, you know, 20 minute long IGTV video of you giving a speech on Instagram, like post Mm -hmm. a 10 second TikTok where nobody knows who you are, like start there and build your way up to it. Mm -hmm. I love that. So as usual, we have some quotes for you guys (laughs) and I want to hear yours first. Yeah. So I chose a man again. I'm sorry. <laughs> All the, men, the the four men listening are going, hey. Yeah, I know. Um, but I always try to find quotes from women, but I couldn't this week because I really loved this one. So Vincent Van Gogh, 
has been quoted saying, if you hear a voice within saying you cannot paint, then by all means paint and that voice will be silenced. So do the damn thing. What's your yeah. quote? The true key to self-confidence is becoming a master at self-discipline and practicing delayed gratification. And um, it's an unknown quote. So I don't know if it was male or female or who said it and if they were a good person or not. However, <laughs> the quote itself is a really good perspective quote because pretty much everything that we said about action provides confidence. Mm -hmm. um, like when you become a master at self-discipline, that means you're a master at taking action because mm -hmm. it takes self-discipline to take action. Mm -hmm. um, and then practicing delayed gratification because we might not always be good at what we take action on, but by practicing being proud of ourselves or feeling grateful for, um, like feeling the gratitude that comes with being good at something, if you can delay that until you are good at something, like I think, I think a lot of people tend to stop trying new things because, or trying the same thing over and over again until they become um, good at it because they failed that first time. Yeah, there's no reward. So it's right. like, you know, if you have the choice of doing something that you've done over and over and over again, or like mm -hmm. starting something brand new, the obvious choice is to like go for the easy thing that's going to give you instant dopamine, serotonin, rather than like going for it and right. but going for it and then eventually getting there is going to give you more dopamine and serotonin than the first thing could have done in the first place so right go for it right so we've created a list on how to build confidence um, and how to cultivate it by taking action but the actions here are not always the action of doing some the thing that you want to do so it's it's I know you're looking at me like I'm confused. So everything in our list, it makes you take action to do something, right? And a lot of times when you hear the quotes of like, it, you have to take action in order to gain confidence. It doesn't just mean taking the action of the thing you're trying to gain confidence in. So for instance, diving off that high dive, mm -hmm. doing, getting, walking up the ladder, jumping off the high dive or diving off the high dive, that is taking action in and of itself for the core goal. But if you can do practices that lead up to the core goal, mm. that's the kind of what we're built, that the list of things that we've made is like, yeah, actions before the core action. Yeah. Like getting yourself to be able to do that first jump. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So creating confidence in different aspects in your world and reminding yourself of the things that you've done. So for instance, list out all of your accomplishments. When you are feeling the lack of confidence in things, list out your accomplishments. I do this quarterly because I think that a lot of times we go through, like when seasons occur, I live in the Midwest. So there's a lot of seasonal change on a day-to-day -day basis, but when the actual whole season changes, I tend to notice my personality starts changing and maybe seasonal depression can start kicking in. And I like to list out the accomplishments that I've achieved in my life. So for instance, one of the things that I remind myself is that I jumped out of an airplane. I've gone skydiving. I've done, um, you know, all of these high activities of like challenging my body between skydiving and bungee jumping and um, cliff 
diving, like all of those scary things. And it's like, if I can do that, I can do anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you can jump off a cliff, you can post a story on social media, (laughs) like whatever small thing you're afraid to do. Right. So, and then um, the next one is morning pages. Morning pages is the act of doing journaling in the morning. And what morning pages does is it provides the evidence in a written format. And when you're actually writing something down, it's easier to remember that you gain, that you have had that confidence. So it's providing the evidence in a written format for yourself. And then along with that is practicing gratitude and abundance mindset. So just like listing out your accomplishments, list out the things that you're grateful for, because when you're grateful for something, when you, um, when you have a clear like list of what you are grateful for, more things that you're great, that you will be grateful for will come into your life. So the abundance mindset is understanding that there's always room for more and That's why we think about the things that we're grateful for because more of that will come. Whereas when we talk about the things that we're scared of, and I mean, don't get me wrong, we need to talk about those things as well and work through them. But when we sit in it and like are in that uncomfy feeling and environment, we're in it more often. Mm -hmm. And then your mindset becomes uncomfy and scared. And we just need to shift it so that you you know, you are capable of talking about those things that you're scared of in an abundant and grateful mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Thanks. And then finally, um, my last one is routines that recharge you. So we talk about all the time scheduling um, time off for yourself. That's also part of creating a weekly routine, but small routines throughout the day that can recharge you. So for instance, if I were to take a break, from work, what kind of routine would help me recharge if I know I have to come back to work? So eating something healthy, stretching, going for a walk, meditating for five minutes, writing down all of the brain dump that like brain dumping all the things that, you know, I need to brain dump so I can actually like relax and like lift my, you know, relax my shoulders, unclench my jaw, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love those. Cause it's like, these are habits that are just good for you in general, Mm -hmm. but like it goes to show that confidence building comes from like a place of a clear head and an open mind. And like, Mm -hmm. you know, so these are very, you know, like tips that can really apply to any situation. But if you want to be able to do the scary things that in order to get the confidence, you have to be in a good mental state to do those scary things. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So the next one is to take action rather than sitting and overthinking. So I am the biggest overthinker. I am a huge perfectionist. I'm trying to recover from both of those things, but it really like nobody ever achieved anything by sitting there and thinking about it for 17 hours and not doing anything about it. So if you're going to sit there and think, at least take some action, take the smallest action possible because at least then you're going to get, you know, you're going to get the momentum. If you sit and think on something for too long, you're going to start to think about all the reasons you're not ready and all the things you don't have prepared. And I mean, it's just, it's like the biggest thing with building confidence is getting used to doing things before you feel like you can, or you should. So take action, start before you're ready, all the things. Yeah. I love the way that something that you just phrased there though, where like 
I want to dive deeper in it because it's like you pretty much said that the more that you think about something, the more tasks you build up, um, in other words. So mm -hmm. it's just like a to-do list. The more you, the more you avoid doing your to-do list, the longer your to-do list gets. And it's mm -hmm. because you're not taking any action to just accomplish what's on your list of things to do. Right. Yeah. And you're going to start to go down the path of usually overthinkers like Mm -hmm. think about the negatives like they ruminate on all the things that could go wrong at least in my experience and like there's no better way to stop yourself from doing something than to sit there and think about all the reasons you could mess up and like right all the repercussions that that could have so I know it's hard and it's easier said than done but like really try to focus on just doing it take a very small action instead of thinking about it because then from action comes clarity. You can course correct and go from there. You're never going to think your way into anything amazing. Um, yeah. One more thing is mm -hmm. that when you think your way out of something, what's happening is you're thinking your way into imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. And so we've talked about this in past episodes is that imposter syndrome is the, is what prevents us from gaining confidence. And that's the reason because you're not taking action in order to avoid imposter, imposter syndrome. Yeah, it's all so linked, it's crazy. Um, so the next one is to do things that feel uncomfortable. I mean, this ties into pretty much what we just talked about, but you know, if your qualification for taking action is that something has to feel comfy, you're never gonna achieve anything. I mean, yeah. I'm talking right to myself with this one. Like I'm um, doing something new in my business and I'm gonna do a paid workshop and I've never done that before, but like, you can't wait until something feels easy to do it or else you're never going to do it. So mm -hmm. get okay, you know, become okay feeling uncomfortable, especially if you're an entrepreneur. I mean, yeah. you've already become an entrepreneur, so you should be pretty good at being uncomfortable at this point. Yeah. And then the last oh. one we have, what? No, I was just saying, oh, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said, um, um. Oh, no. Okay. And then the last thing on our list of how to actually cultivate confidence is not compare yourself to others. I mean, that's just the easiest way to kill any shred of confidence that you have is to compare yourself to somebody who has more, who's doing, you know, fancier things, who has better mm -hmm. things, who looks a certain way. There's just nothing productive about that at all, at all. Yeah. I mean- and even if you're comparing yourself to people who are, quote, below you in some way, and, and that's your source of confidence, that's also not a great way to go about things. So no. don't compare yourselves to literally anyone because it's just, it's not going to take you anywhere good. So mm -hmm. get used Especially because anybody can pass you up in, in like right. what you're doing at any given time. Right. There's no, right. Like people see it as like some hierarchy, like, oh, well, I'm yeah. above them and well, I'm below them. So I'm not as good. It's like, no, there's no, there's no hierarchy. Like there's no, nobody's below you. Nobody's above you. You're all just on your right. own path. Like, mm -hmm. and I don't know. It's just like, this one's really hard, but whenever you feel yourself comparing yourself, try to just change your, your train of thought. Like switch your algorithms around. If you feel mm -hmm. yourself comparing yourself to everybody on Instagram, like stop following them. It yeah. doesn't have to be a, a mean thing or just mute their posts. Like mm -hmm. try to put yourself in a mental space where you're not doing that as much. And it's going to, I mean, infinitely change the way you feel about yourself. I promise. Yeah. 
one of the visualization things I do when I think about comparing myself to somebody else is think about the fact that we were not, our journeys aren't stacked on top of each other. Our journeys are one long path. And as a collective, all, our, all of our paths are on the same piece of paper. So when you go to compare yourself to somebody else, what you're doing is you're crossing their path again versus just like simultaneously being. And so the more you cross somebody's path, the more zigzagged your path becomes and you don't have a direct shot at the end goal you because you're taking the long way of comparing yourself to them and continuously crossing other people's paths in order to compare yourself to them. And the fastest way to something is the clear straight line. Mm -hmm. And that's like what I visually see every single time I start stepping into a comparative mindset. I see it as a zigzag versus a straight line. So it's like every time you compare yourself, your line is taking a detour that isn't necessary. Right. You're literally detouring yourself to somebody else's path in order to like check it out and yeah, going on. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. That's a cool way of putting it. Um, yeah. And like, I love that because I think metaphors are so cool for like getting around mental blocks. Cause it's like, yeah, we have the mental blocks for a reason. It's because we can't like, it's just how our brain makes things make sense. Like the mm-hmm. mental block is a safe place to be and metaphors are so good for getting around that. And I also love like logicking my way out of something. And so yeah. I like, I have a video on this from forever ago, but like in order to truly compare something, it has to be apples to apples. Like, yeah, you can't compare a strawberry to an orange. Like, what are you even comparing? Like, right. What is that comparison? You can't compare, you know, you to Tony Robbins. It's like, there's literally nothing similar about you two. So like, so I always try to think, okay, what is the point in this comparison that I'm making in my head? Because like, we, it's not apples to apples. Like, in order for a comparison to truly hold weight, it has to be, you know, they have to be correlated. They have to be in the same exact family of like everything. And yeah. that's just not how it works with humans. Like you physically cannot compare humans. Right. You can't even compare twins because they're no. two completely different people. Right. So that's the cool thing is like when I say apples to apples, it's like, the only person who is just this, just like you and who's identical to you is you. So it's mm-hmm. like so cliche, but really the only person you should be comparing yourself to is yourself. Yeah. And that's just kind of the, the path of logic that I walk myself down whenever I feel that I'm doing it. And it's like, okay, like stop, this isn't productive. This, you know, whatever you draw from this comparison, whatever conclusion that you get holds no weight it's not valid. It's not real. You know, if you compare yourself to an Instagram model and decide that you're the ugliest person on the planet, like that's not a real conclusion that doesn't exist. Like it's just something that you're thinking and it doesn't have to be real. So don't give any, don't give any power to that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. All right, everybody. We have come to the time in the episode where we do our messy bun moments, but we're doing it a little bit differently this season. Instead of talking about our specific messy bun moments, which is that moment in the week where we threw up our hair, we got shit done, we did something hard, but we did it and we're proud of it. We want to know your messy bun moments. So over on YouTube, 
go to the comment section and let us know what is something that you have accomplished that you were super afraid to do, but you did it anyways. You, you know, got over that scariness and you did the thing and then you gained confidence from it. Go ahead and brag about yourself. We want to hear it all. Um, so go over to YouTube, let us know. We will reply to your comments. We promise. And yeah, we'll just and talk about it over there. Yeah. And make sure that you like and subscribe and yeah, we'll see you every Monday from now here on out. Yeah. If you're usually a Spotify or Apple music listener, you might want to check out our YouTube because you can see all of the behind the scenes, the behind the scenes, the dance moves that we're doing right yeah. now. Are you feeding it to me though? Two extremely white girls. Woo. Embracing it. Confident. Especially since Marissa doesn't even dance on TikTok. I know for real. No one's ever seen me dance. So if you want to see me dance, <laughs> subscribe to our YouTube channel and yeah. 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 Oh, oh. And you'll see, um, Danielle's dog. She just, oh yeah. She just moved her little head around. She was quiet yeah, for was like really this quiet. entire time. I know. I know. I Not a like, single well, bark. Oh, how do people do that? Where they're I like, know. I don't know. And people listening don't even know what we're talking about unless you go no. watch it on YouTube. Go, go, go. So yeah. All right. Yeah. Goodbye. Okay, bye. Share us with your friends. Talk to us on Instagram and TikTok, and we will talk to you next Monday. You don't want to miss that episode. You don't. Okay, bye. <laughs>